Today on the News and Why It Matters, an impeachment inquiry on the horizon. Also, Bernie Sanders uh, unveils his massive wealth tax. He doesn't think that billionaires should exist. Also, Joe Biden doesn't really want to make the case for himself being elected president. Got a lot coming up. Starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by an all-star panel. Uh, we've got social media guru in the house, Jason Howerton. Jason, you just had some, uh, some, some Sheila Jackson Lee gold go viral on Twitter. So I encourage everyone to go check out Jason Howerton's Twitter. At Jason underscore Howerton. I like the plug. I like it. You're welcome. I do what I can. Uh, we've got YouTube host Eric July. Jack of all trades, yeah. back with us. Go Cowboys. Oh, yeah. All I appreciate day long. that. All I'm day long. <laughs> I, 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 you must have found out that I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And no, they said like, so, this was allowed. So <laughs> that's how Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Lathan Watts, Director of Communications for First Liberty. Thank you for being back Thanks with us. Thanks for having me back. Uh, got a lot to get into, but first we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. So, Maybe you are looking to buy a new home. Maybe you are looking to refinance because you've got like this terrible ex who you need to get off of your home uh, mortgage. I don't know. I'm not trying to judge your life. All I'm saying is American financing is your go-to when it comes to any sort of loan, finance, mortgage, whatever the case may be. They've got salary-based professionals. They are not commission-based. So they're not looking for, hey, what's going to be, you know, what's going to give me the biggest kickback from the financial institution? That's not what it's about for them. It truly is about putting you in the right uh, position, in the right situation for your particular family, for your home, for whatever situation you're in. American Financing they're the ones to go to. I know um, they talked with Glenn before the, the crash of 2008, and they said, hey, we really want to do advertising with you. And he was like, yeah, okay, I don't trust any of you guys. Come talk to me after the crash. And then they did, and they were like, hey, hello, we're fine because we do business the right way. That is when we started, uh, we started working with them, and it's been nonstop ever since. You got to go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. Get you your refi, your home loan, purchase, whatever the case may be, AmericanFinancing.net. Uh, so as of the time of this taping, I know Nancy Pelosi is scheduled as of the time of this taping to speak. Uh, she is expected to say that she supports finally she supports she is on board with a formal uh, impeachment inquiry. This is, of course, all stemming from the uh, the probe of President Donald Trump when it comes to putting pressure on Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. Now, the rumor, of course, is that uh, President Trump threatened and withheld financial aid to Ukraine in exchange for, you know, putting pressure on them to investigate Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all of their dealings in the Ukraine. Um, this is allegedly a whistleblower who came forward. Um, but uh, there hasn't really been any sort of evidence, uh, any sort of concrete information put forth to prove that this, in fact, happened. And here are the president's comments about this today. So here's the story, very simply, we're watching Venezuela very closely. As far as withholding funds, those funds were paid. They were fully paid. Uh, but my complaint has always been, and I withhold again, and I'll continue to withhold until such time as Europe and other nations contribute to Ukraine, because they're not doing it. It's the United States. We're putting up the bulk of the money. And I'm asking, why is that? 
So the president said, yeah, I did withhold it, but I didn't withhold it because I was putting pressure on them to investigate anyone. I withheld it because I don't think it's fair that the United States pays way more than any of the European nations. uh, And that money was actually fully paid. He didn't withhold it and not pay it. Uh, Jason, your thoughts on now the latest revelations that Nancy Pelosi finally, after what, a year of pushing her and pushing her and pushing her to go for impeachment. She now says that she supports a formal impeachment inquiry. Well, she's a hostage in her own party, so she doesn't really have a choice. I I don't think she's got a a party that's being run by far left extremists beyond anything I thought possible. So this is the logical next step. Um, The issue is they clearly don't have anything because they wouldn't be trotting it out this far out of the election cycle. You got to get all the way to November And even if they found something explosive, maybe not impeachable, I don't think they would, but if they found something good now, it fades away long before the election. So to me, it's like this is the beginning of the dog and pony show where we're going to see the hearings, we're going to see, you know, the the sound bites and everything else to to kind of drum up. Both sides are going to drum up their bases, and I don't think we're going to get anywhere. The only thing I'm interested in is actually hearing from the whistleblower if he or she is actually going to testify, mm-hmm. um, which there's some rumors of that. Um, I don't know who this person is or, or whatever, but supposedly this person has reached out, wants to talk to Congress. That will be a little revealing. But at the end of the day, the end of the day, people, the issue is evidence. It, it, there's never evidence. We need evidence at some point. Like we've had a million of these bombshell reports that we're going to take. This is the one that's going to take them down. Can they produce the evidence? If not, it doesn't really matter. We don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, it seems like, Eric, they've been calling for impeachment this entire time. They've been calling for impeachment before the Russia investigation was even concluded, in which there was no evidence to prove collusion. And impeachment has been yelled at us, has been screamed at us this entire time. Why are we to believe that this is anything different? Yeah, I different? mean, I wish they would just go ahead and get it get it over with. You know, <laughs> we've been talking about it for I don't know how long. Hey, impeachment is coming. He's done this impeachable offense time and time again. I right, like, let's make it spicy, man. Let's go ahead and... Uh, get in the ring, yeah, right? That's right. Let's get, <laughs> this, the gloves let's on. get this going. But uh, to, to your point, it's that's what we're, what's taking place is that we're seeing, and this is why I've been telling people to pay attention to the AOCs of the world, because all it does is pushing the, the party um, further and further to sort of not only their rhetoric, but what they personally advocate, right? So no matter if you have, I'm not saying that she's rational by any means, um, but the more rational or moderate, let's say, Democrats, they're going to be forced to adopt well, Let's these think about positions. that. Pelosi is, is now- the rational yeah, is one. Is the rational that, yeah, one. Right, terrifying. Right. That is, absolutely, 100% <laughs> terrifying, but that just goes to show that these guys are absolutely making moves in terms of where they are uh, pushing the party. The thing that I take the most from it, though, ha- is, is the fact that we're so, uh, we're talking and we're all bent out of shape about giving money to, you know, foreign mm-hmm. countries. And I, I, obviously, as a libertarian mm-hmm. in me, I have a, an issue with that. And you that brought this up. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Eric yeah, July, you know, the libertarian you coming out. know the fact that we're like, oh, well, why didn't we give, why did he withhold money? Why are we giving, like, wait a minute, what, what are we giving money to them for yeah. in the first place? But seriously, I think that's the thing that we focus on because it doesn't stop there. They are going to continue. Certainly, we, we see it from an economic standpoint when it comes to the things that they're advocates of. Now, Democrats are just full-blown people that you never would have thought 
would adopt socialism just openly in terms of the policies that they endorse, they're pushing them further and further. And this is why I've been telling people like, yeah, we can brush it off all day because uh, AOC and the whatever what's the squad or whatever they're, they're calling them. They might say things and you're like, man, nobody's paying attention. And I'm like, yes, they are yeah. paying attention to them. And they're pushing them further and further into positions that they might not personally hold, but they know politically they have to adopt or at least pay lip service to it mm -hmm. if they are going to remain uh, like relevant in their party. Yeah. They're leading the party. It's just like you said. Um, the impeachment parade is on its way down the street, and this is Pelosi trying to jump out in front of it and act like she's leading it, because she is not. Mm. Um, the AOCs of the world, the squad, whatever you want to call them, they are driving the party's agenda. Now, she's doing her best to have it both ways by saying, I'm supporting an inquiry, and then if the inquiry turns up enough evidence, uh, then we can start impeachment, because she is politically smart enough to know that it's a mistake. But she's trying to appease these folks that are running her party right now and still look like she is in control somehow. Real quick point. Look, just think about how much politics have changed in that AOC... Uh, one election cycle. One election cycle. And the, these, the AOCs of Congress are now running policy from Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. by doing live streams. They're pushing policy forward, possibly to the point of, of getting these impeachment... Uh, proceedings or whatever you want to call it uh, rolled out. To me, that's like, that's a big change in the way we kind of conduct business in Congress. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting as well that, you know, when you think about the what Trump is being accused of and you think about the Joe Biden scandal with Hunter Biden, of course, Joe Biden was accused of putting pressure on uh, Ukrainian officials to to uh, get rid of the prosecutor who was looking into a Hunter Biden scandal in the Ukraine Putting pressure, putting pressure seems to be kind of the same story. Trump's getting hit for it. The, the mainstream media is not covering the fact that, uh, hello, this all stems from a Joe Biden scandal in the first place. It's all about Trump. And to your point earlier, let's say that the call transcript, which I think Trump said now he's going to release the transcript. Well, let's say it says exactly what they accuse him of. They still have to prove that this is a crime, what he did, mm -hmm. for it to be an impeachable offense by the standard of the Constitution for him to be removed has to be a, a high crime or misdemeanor committed while in office. And then there'll be a trial in the Senate. Um, even if he did what they claim that he did, I don't know that it rises to the level of an impeachable offense. If he, if he called this guy and said, look, there's corruption going on in your government, you should probably do something mm -hmm. about it. I think government leaders probably talk to each other like that, pretty frankly, on, uh, on a lot of occasions, especially if they are you know, assuming that it's a private conversation. Even if, so let me ask you as an attorney, um, even if, let's say Donald Trump, we know how Donald Trump talks, right? He, do, he, just, he, he, just, he just keeps going. It just keeps coming out of his mouth. So what would, be, uh, what would be the level to make it a crime? Because I could see Donald Trump being like, look, I mean, I don't know where, where you're going to get your money. I'd clean it up if it was my government. Yeah, like, that's, that's I mean, me. I'm just saying, we give you guys a lot of money. Yeah. If I were you, I'd probably want to look into this. I mean, where, where would it be that it would reach the level of a crime? Because at the, in the end... He ended up releasing this money right. and paying them what they what we were already slated to give them in foreign aid. So what? I mean, I get that there has to be a quid pro quo there, but what? But what would be the level? Right, but a, but a quid pro quo for what? Right. I mean, people use foreign aid as leverage all the all time. All the time. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the point right. of it. Exactly. Right. Um, it it would depend on what it is that he's saying. What is the quid pro quo? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, I'll release this money if, what, you look into this? Or is it, 
Um, you you come up with you know evidence against this that's going to crush Biden's presidential campaign. Yeah. You know if you, if you're talking about you know that would could be maybe seen as kind of to trying to court foreign influence into an election. Um, maybe. Yeah. You know uh, the the. The question still remains, has he committed a crime? Right. Is there a, because that's what the Constitution is, high crimes or misdemeanors. Um, a lot of it's going to depend on what he was, if he was, in fact, asking for something. What was he asking for? Okay. Or was it just, as you said, hey, look, if this was, if this was me and there's corruption in my government, I would do something about it. Right, right. Um, Eric, how is this different from, oh, I don't know, Barack Obama leaning over to a Russian uh, a government official and saying, I'll have more flexibility after the election, or Hillary Clinton gathering uh, intel, you know, providing that wonderful Trump dossier, which led to all of the nonsense that we had to deal with the last three well, years? Well, it's not any different, but I think that's the nature of politics. Um, certainly the nature of when you're dealing with government officials, it's not do as I say, or it's, it, and they'll always turn a blind I to if it's their guys that are doing it. So it really depends. And to be fair, uh, individuals on the other side do it as well. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, we we zero in on what it is that the opposing party uh, is doing instead of actually legitimately looking at it objectively and saying, hey, there's there is something done. This was wrong. This is why it's more like, okay, I can bring this individual down or I can bring these groups of people down and they are in opposition uh, of me. So it's never really different. But I think that goes to show just where we're at with government. That's sort of how it works. And we can act all surprised, like, you know, clutch our pearls. Like, did that that really happen? Like, come on, man, y'all, y'all are doing it. Like, what are we fronting for? Um, it's just when it gets exposed or somebody else that's an outsider leaks some uh, information, they all know that it's going down. It's like, can we now uh, put this in front of you guys, prove it, and now we can bring down the people that we dislike. But that's why we're doing it has nothing to do with the action itself if they find it you know they don't like it they denounce it that has nothing to do with it it's more of a case of well they're doing it so let's get on it yeah all right back in a minute you just need those little pesky things we call facts that would be lovely Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. So if you are looking to buy or sell your home, especially if you are someone who maybe you live in one state and your work is relocating you to a completely different state and you're like, I don't know where the nice family areas are. I don't want to live near, I don't know, like people who do drugs and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that it happens, right? You don't know. You don't know where to go. You don't know the real estate agents in the area to trust because there are only approximately 10 million real estate agents who are like, yeah, I dabble in real estate. I do it part time. I can totally help you out. You don't want to do that. You want to go to uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Glenn's company uh, that he and his wife and his brother founded because he moved around a lot and he realized a lot of the good real estate agents all did the same things. They had the same things in common. A lot of the bad real estate agents all also had the same things in common. All these people that they have all across the country, they do this full time. They are the experts in their areas. They will be the ones to get you 
and your family into the position that you would like to be in. They're also oftentimes viewers and, and listeners of the show. So they share your values. You can trust them. We've got someone where you are located. There's more than 1,200 across the country. You got to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That is realestateagentsitrust.com. We did the vetting so you don't have to. Uh, so let's talk a Democratic presidential candidates. Um, Bernie Sanders has now unveiled his wealth tax because we all know we need to penalize people for doing well in life. The, the very first thing we should do to someone for doing well uh, and making a lot of money is to tell them that they shouldn't have that money. So um, it is very aggressive. It would uh, heavily tax America's most most wealthy families. Here is how it breaks down. Um, People who are making 32 million to 50 million will do a will have a one percent tax, and then it kind of gradually. Those of you who are watching on television can see the gradual increase. It goes all the way to one billion to 2.5 billion, five percent tax, uh, and then five billion to 10 billion, a seven percent tax above 10 billion, an eight percent tax. So, so this is on top of just regular, mm -hmm. this is just a punishment. It's mm -hmm. a penalty for yes. being wealthy. It's a penalty for so, being innovative and, uh, you know, creating jobs for other people and, you know, things of that nature. So that, that is, in, in real, I mean, those are jobs, yes. right? That you're saying we can, we'll, we'll do better with the money rather than you employing people. We'll do better because we're very effective. At yes. Okay. And uh, so he did, uh, I teased this at the beginning of the show. I said that he said, I don't think billionaires should exist. He really did say that. He doesn't you know, think you know billionaires should exist. He's a millionaire. I was going to say, you know what's funny about that? He used to say millionaires and billionaires. But now, now he only mm -hmm. says billionaires because he is. Well, because we found out that he's a millionaire. So now he can't, he can't use that line anymore. Now it's just billionaires. Millionaires, fine. Billionaires, we got to draw the so line. So I said, let's make Bernie a billionaire so he'll leave us alone. <laughs> right? That's a great point. Well, economists uh, are already saying that the plan would cut in half the wealth of the typical billionaire after just 15 years. Eric, I know you're a libertarian, so I feel like I don't have to ask you yeah. what your thoughts are on yeah, this, yeah, but I would yeah, like I to hear your Texas. thoughts anyway. I'm on loose. Stiff, but, you know, <laughs> on a uh, but yeah, like big, big shout out to, to Bernie because if it weren't for him, certainly in the last election cycle, I think I always credit him for like as far as my political commentary and that growth, ragging on Bernie Sanders was what really? took me, you know, to, really? to the next level. Oh, I kid you not, me and Bernie it. Sanders, it was, it was awesome. So, so he's shout out to him. At least one job. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, thank you. He has created at least one job. But yes, that's where we're at. We're penalizing people. That's what taxation is, a discriminatory tax um, in, in this sense, in that he wants to punish people for making um Money, but the the point that you made, and it's, that's what's always hilarious when they talk about taxing, it effectively is punishing them. That's all it is. It's not like they are going to reallocate these resources to be efficient with it. That's a that's oxymoronic when it comes to the government. They don't know how to do that. That's the point. Definitely, we're talking about federal government. Twenty-two trillion some dollars in, in, in debt, their deficit spending to the oblivion still to this day. Absolutely, they have no desire, no incentive to even you know when they, when they can uh, like that continuously tax, um, as well as you know monetizing their debt, the utilizing the Federal Reserve in that regards. But the fact that they want to punish people and it's they don't now we're to the uh, point that they don't even have to say what are we going to do with it i mean it's just like yeah we just want to tax that's what bernie's i don't like you guys i think you make too much money therefore give the money to the federal government 
They could they could tag they could bring in a trillion dollars in new taxes and they'd find a way to spend a trillion in one absolutely. is the bottom line. Yep. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's not like it benefits society. It's not a revenue problem. Right. It never has been. Mm-hmm. Um, revenues are at record highs and so are deficits because they keep spending more money no matter how much money comes in. Um, Bernie just needs to just have you know that that little quiet voice in your head that says. He doesn't have one of those. Is this any of my damn business? <laughs> If, it's, if the answer to that is no, stay out of it. But that's what he's it's, running on. I mean, that's what he's running on. That's what Elizabeth Warren is running on. That's what so many of them, I guess maybe practically all of them. All of all them. Of them I was part. going to leave out Joe Biden, but I don't think I can really. Not anymore. In that every single thing you make, every single thing you do is big government's business. And Jason, it leads me to the question of what, will, what would happen to American innovation if now we're penalizing people for profiting off of American innovation, well, we would survive, and I think I think even even under the the mix of socialism and, and capitalism that they want, because they know like full blown socialism would be a disaster. Do they know that? They know. Do Trust, they know that? They know. <laughs> they know. Um, even under that, we'd be fine. But but we wouldn't be America. We wouldn't be. The, like the the beacon of, of free enterprise that we are now, to where you can start with you can move from Guatemala and, and retire a millionaire. Uh, it's the only place in the world really you can do that. Uh, so that's what would go away. Um, and, and not only that, it's like people like you billionaires like Jeff Bezos who make a lot of money. But if you break down what he does in charity and all these other things, th- no matter how much more you take from him, you're not going to do better than he does with his own money, by hiring people, by doing charity. Um, you might as well just light the money on fire. That's the bigger problem to me. Is like That's all government is. Peeing on it and lighting it on fire is really fire. All, all they do with the money. But no, like, they they look at wealth, first of all, like it's this fixed pie. I mean, that's really how socialists look at it anyway. It's not, they don't look at it as an actual creation. They look at it like, well, because these people have so much, these other individuals have so so less and that's not that's not absolutely not the case never mind that some of the gripes that a lot of you know the democrats parade around like hey we're we're, we're for you got regulatory uh bodies that are regulating people to death they make it hard to mm-hmm. uh, enter businesses or enter into business in the first place they never talk about that they never try to alleviate that issue it's always well look y'all have all that money let's take it so they, they look at it like they're hoarding it like this mm-hmm. is Billionaires, they make money, they hoard it, they keep it, and they're just not doing it. Even if they did that, it'd be more positive than giving it to the government as far as what they uh, do with it. But they don't look at it like, okay, they're spending this money to then try to make more money, um, thus creating jobs. So they don't look at it when they tax people in in that regard. They don't tell you that you can do it too. Right, they don't tell you that, but they don't look at it like, look, dude, like, they don't just take the hit. They have to they adjust. Nobody gets taxed and is like, well, I guess I was going to lose now 8% of my money. No, right. they, they adjust. And because they adjust, it goes all the way down. And it's other individuals that are going to be hurting out of jobs. Yeah. Lathan, yeah. last word on this. Um, have we just completely lost sight of the American dream? Because isn't the American dream supposed to be you can come here no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, you too can build yourself up to be rich someday. Yeah, there's a significant portion of the population who have been taught from very early age that that is a myth. Mm-hmm. And it, they're taught that to try to sell this alternative to it, yeah. this sort of American-style socialism, or we just put another adjective in front of it, and that kind of pretties it up. No, this is democratic socialism. Okay. Well, socialism is the communism starter kit, okay? Mm-hmm. And the reason it has to be defeated here once and for all is because there's nowhere else to go. Everywhere else in the world has tried this, and it fails every time. Look at the people who are protesting in Hong Kong right now. Yeah. They're waving which flag? Our flag. Ours. Yep. Which national anthem are they singing? 
ours because they want what we have. Mm-hmm. And then just today, I see some American who's over there complaining to the protester, telling, telling the protester, that, now, is this really respectful? I mean, is that not just the greatest example of American privilege you've ever heard? You guys don't don't even know what you're talking about. You live in this bubble. You care about freedom more than you care than you care about safety. And the answer should be yes. Yes, Yes, I do. You finally get it. (laughs) All right. Back in a minute. And I mean, who is she to say that to them? Coming up in uh, overtime, we've still got more Democratic presidential candidates to discuss, namely Joe Biden and whether or not he even really wants to be president. I'm still unclear on that. Uh, We've also got President Trump's response to junior climate change activist Greta Thunberg. He has responded on Twitter to her. We will get into, uh, gentlemen, your thoughts on his response. Uh, I also had a little bit of a response my own on my YouTube channel, but you gotta go to Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss it. I just, the exploitation just kills me of the children. Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered, and you can go to uh, Overtime. It's blazetv.com. We'll see you there. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Joe Biden was uh, having a lovely conversation with a reporter in Iowa (laughs) who was asking him to kind of, you know, make his case for why he should be president, why people in Iowa should pick him as opposed to President Trump, who has provided uh, great unemployment or great employment numbers. Here's what Joe Biden had to say. Well, in Iowa, the unemployment rate is two and a half percent. People say they are employed in Iowa and their small businesses are growing. They were employed before he got elected. The president won by 10 percentage points. Now, I'm not suggesting he didn't win by 10 percentage points. What I'm suggesting is he's not the reason for the unemployment rate being down. But why should people want to make a change, though? Well, that's up to them to decide. <laughs> why should they? It's for them to decide. We'll make your case. I'm not going to. <laughs> I love the body language. He looks yeah. like he's in the principal's office. Yeah. I know. And he's in trouble. Well, I mean, because that sign behind him is so small. Yeah. It's so tiny. I feel like it should be a little bit bigger banner that he's standing behind just to make him a bigger presence. But uh, not, he's not going to. I'm not going to. He's not going to. Why do you want to be president? I'm not telling you. I, you don't need to know that. I don't need to give you specifics. I mean, Jason, does this man want to be president? Um, I think he wants to be president. I think he he might think that he is a bigger uh, deal than he actually is because of the man he used to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of where he's at, of this arrogance of thinking that because he's number one in the polls and because, for, for again, falling into the trap of it's going to be an easy win against Trump, just like it was in 2016, um, I think that's kind of where, where he's at. And then, again, let's not forget the assists that he gets from the media all the time never has to be accountable for anything he says any of his gaffes it's it's away it's gone in a way in the next you know the next news cycle so he's got a lot of things working for him but um mentally 
um, he's not he's not prepared for this. He's not up for this task. Eric, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, he, he was clearly frustrated. I think that's more than what it is, because she, she's like crediting Trump mm -hmm. for uh, this growth. And she, I'm sure he's not used yeah, to yeah, he people, yeah, yeah, people yeah. saying positive yeah, things he's about like, Trump. Wait a minute, like, I don't know how to respond. All right, I'm not going to respond to it at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, But yeah, I think that arrogance is, is sort of, he's been in government for so long, just in general, um, and obviously considering the man that he worked under, it's like it's going to be walk, a walk in a park mm -hmm. for me. <laughs> you, make, you make the decision, you'll make the right one, it'll be me. Um, that's going to get him burnt. That's going to absolutely get him burnt. We saw what happened in the last election cycle. So, But I think it's just more of the frustration. Like, wait, how dare how dare she ask me that? How dare she get, uh, speak positively about this man um, and, and try to pit me against him? Like, he's so beneath me. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to. How dare you <laughs> ask me to make my case as to why you should vote for me? Uh, he has fallen into, it seems to me, uh, the Hillary Clinton trap that I deserve to be president. Mm -hmm. Like, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. And this is something that, honestly, the Republican Party has, has done a bad job of historically. And I think what you're seeing is Biden and the Democrats starting down the same road where we kind of run the party like it's the country club. And if you just hang around long enough, eventually it's your turn to be chairman of the board. And Biden thinks it's his turn. Hillary Clinton clearly thought it was her turn. Still does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, they could learn from the Republicans if they were interested in learning anything, which is yeah. when the Republicans did that, when they nominated the guy who it was, hey, it's his turn, like Bob Dole. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. John McCain. Lost. Mitt Romney? Mm -hmm. Lost. Primaries exist for a reason. They're supposed to make the person you end up with as your nominee stronger and better for the general. And this sort of attitude is bad for your party, whichever party you belong to. Yeah. We just anoint somebody and hey, hands off, you know, and, and you know, everybody compliment the emperor on his new clothes. <laughs> um, that's bad for your party. It's bad for your candidate. And it's one thing to want to be president is a far different thing to think that you deserve to be president. Can we marvel in the fact that that candidate in that interview is the is the top number one, super number one candidate for the Democrats right now? Right. Like, I mean, we were talking about this yeah. before. Unbelievable that that's the best of the best that they got. Uh, it, it's like... Again. Well, it's not. I would argue someone well, like Tulsi Gabbard so, would sorry. be I'm not way saying, better, but she's but far according too to reasonable the polls, for that. That's right. who they're picking. Yeah. That's their number one. Now, I will say there was a new poll that just came out that shows Elizabeth Warren with a slight lead in Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Should Joe Biden be concerned? Uh, yes, I think he should be concerned uh, because I think, uh, and Stu broke this down much better than I, than I, I ever could because I'm not as smart as him. But, <laughs> but the, the first states I know that yeah. are the primaries, she has a really good chance of winning. Mm -hmm. And with that momentum <clears throat> and with Joe's uh, increasingly a deteriorating uh, mental He's state. Not, he doesn't even want to tell you why he should be president. Between those two things kind of merging together to form this perfect storm of, of terribleness for Joe, uh, I think he should be a little concerned. I think it really is. It, it's going to come down to, I don't think Joe will be the nominee. I think it's going to come down to who's prepared to seize the moment when it finally comes you to. don't to take, think it will be him. I don't think Joe's going to be the nominee. Wow. Eric, what do you think? Oh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, it, it can go either way. Uh, the way that I, because just considering the industry that I'm in with music, I, they're all top to bottom Democrats. And to, just to hear them sort of or see their thoughts on who they're, they, they're kind of all over the place. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Uh, it looks like, I mean, sometimes I even fall to the trap like, all right, 
former uh you know obama bro like he, he's got it in the bag like yeah. it's not even going it's going to be a walk in the park and it doesn't really look like that so i guess i don't blame him because it does seem like every time he opens his mouth it, it does not it does not go well for him so well. maybe that is the best strategy is to just ah, like that's smart i'm not going to i'm not going to no. talk. talk every question that's going to be no <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to talk I'm not going to talk. Go, go, to, go to my to website. Go Joe to Joe 30330. <laughs> now. Yes. Lathan, what do you think? Um, I don't know if he's going to be the nominee or not. I tend to doubt that he's going to be. Um, but the fact that he is the front runner, at least in, in a lot of polls, we were talking about this uh, before, shows you how far their party has mm-hmm. moved. I mean, this guy, as little as 10 years ago in, in, within their party, was this is the drunk uncle at Thanksgiving. This is the guy who's in t- entertaining, fun to have around. But when it gets it's time a little handsy with the women. You know, when it's time to cut the turkey, keep him away from the sharp objects, right? <laughs> Not anymore. He's yeah. the reasonable guy now. And if he is the reasonable voice at the table, you are at the wrong table. That is I mean, That is how far they have they have moved. And I think it's because... They're falling into a, a, a trap that they've fallen into before. I think we're we're shaping up for another Nixon McGovern election. Mm-hmm. They are falling into this trap that we hate Trump so bad, everybody else must hate him as bad as we do, and it's going to be easy. And so we can nominate pretty much anybody we want. And so we should get the absolute, you know, culture warrior, far left as we can get person, because this may be our one chance to elect that person, mm-hmm. George McGovern. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all the people that they had ignored in the previous election, came out and voted for Nixon again, and they were shocked. Well, and, think, and, think and about all the hatred for Trump. I think they're making the same mistake right now. All the hatred for Trump, and they can't find one person for everybody to rally around. That is, that's just ineffective, just at your job. Well, like I mean, maybe don't run 10 million candidates. Well, sure, but just run one good one that stands out among the pack. Right. Like, uh, well, actually support them, because they, like I say, they got one. She's loony, Tulsi. Yeah. But... Right. I mean, they, they buried her. They, you know? Right. Uh, so it's like. I just read before we came on set that she ended up qualifying for the next she debate did, somehow. Yeah. She did? Yeah. That's okay. what I read. Okay. Yeah. So. There's going to be 12. So I don't know how we, I guess we go back to two nights again. Yes. Okay. So okay, but R.I.P. No, nothing can be as torturous as a seven hour climate change debate. Give them time. All right. So Greta Thunberg, we talked about her yesterday, the junior climate change activist who spoke at the UN summit. Um, Trump does have a response, but let's go ahead and revisit. Oh, well, because I want to trigger Jason over here. Let's revisit uh, Greta's remarks. Remember, she is a 16 year old from Sweden who um, has uh, admittedly by her own parents she has Asperger's and also obsessive-compulsive disorder. Watch. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side yes. of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, we agree. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. No, I don't. Actually. How dare you? Don't. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. I and yet, say anything to I'm you, one though. of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Are Entire ecosystems are collapsing. Where is that? We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Oh, big, big, loud claps from uh, from the audience there. They loved it. They lo- child exploitation. Woo! 
abusing this child with uh, developmental disorders to make her more anxious to think that she's about to die. Yay, Jason. <laughs> Just reading that that Trump tweet. Don't read uh, it yet. Not, Don't read I'm it sorry. yet. Um, this is what it is. Uh, and this is graphic, but I'm going to say it anyway. This is holding a, a young child's body as, as, as a bulletproof vest so that any criticism that comes to you, you can hide behind that body. Well, wouldn't it be nice if the Covington Catholic kids had that same uh, shield? Right. No, they, they had a target right on their chest because it just matters, I guess, who you are. But no, none of us should be doing that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like it on either side with Parkland. Like, these are kids. They are like... Like when I was 16, I wish I could go back and, and become a spokesman for something because right. apparently that's the cool thing to do now. But like, school? I was an sweet. idiot. Like, kids are not policy experts. They're not meant to be in the public eye. God knows the terrible things that are being said about this girl. Um, and I blame her parents. Yes. I blame, like, and second of all, you don't give a uh, child with OCD something. You don't tell her that, hey, exactly. you're going to die. Exactly. Get obsessed with dying. Yeah. Like, that is... I know I've heard child abuse a lot. I don't, I don't know technically if it is child abuse, but I it's, believe but it it's is. effed up. Yeah. No matter what, at the very Are least. Are you going to make a shirt up. that says that? Yes. This is, this effed, is effed up. up. This is effed I'm up. edgy and cool, and I say the F word. Cool, Beto. Yeah, cool, Beto. <laughs> uh, Eric, what are your thoughts? No, nah, man, um, it's, look, they, they continue to use kids as a shield, and it's just like you said, where everything that you say, even if you address specifically what you say, what she said, which is, idiocy Mm -hmm. and it's like well wait a minute you guys are scared of a of a 16 year old you're criticizing a six like that well no no you guys are putting her in everybody's face you're parading her around you she's giving her the this massive microphone or loud more so microphone in which she's been given this voice overnight she becomes a superstar Mm -hmm. and she's i can't go anywhere online without seeing her or hearing uh, what it is that she's talking about and the fact that they expect, considering that all she is, is just they funneled everything that they've been saying for I don't know how long uh, through her. So now it's like, well, y'all didn't listen to us. Maybe you'll listen to her. And they expect us to just be like, oh, well, now they put a kid in front of us. Now we got to give all the government our money and have them regulate we can, regulate us to death. Um, and I don't know, shame us in the not eating meat, meat or something, or cows or whatever. <laughs> whatever it is, it's just... It's so frustrating because it seems like this is this sort of ongoing thing where they make superstars. And like, just like you said, the opposite side has done it uh, before as well. But they're making superstars out of them. But then they act like we can't say anything about it, though. It's, you know, it's they're threatening our pockets and, and, and so forth. But I just hate that we get and even if she's she's not going to watch this. But if the people that are young that are seeing this like. You got folks like myself. I'm young, just like y'all. That's why I never understood. Like y'all are killing off a generation. Like this, she's 12 years younger than I am. Yeah. Like we're part of the same generation. Yeah. You know, this is my future as well. I might outlive you for you know. It, 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 again, 12 years is not that not that long. But they act as if we aren't supposed to say anything, and that to me is the most frustrating. I don't care who you put out there. Um, I'm going to show no mercy. 16 year olds, you know, you can put out however many 16 year olds out there. It's not going to make me be concede. And I'm just going to be like, all right, well, here's more money that you can, you know, pee away. And here's more, um, you know, just regulate us to death for the sake of the climate, because we're all going to die in 12 years or whatever nonsense that they're talking about. Yeah, she's been taught this her whole life um, because just knowing how old she is and knowing that they have 
been taught this in schools Same, in man. Europe and here everywhere. You, like I hate to cut you off, but that 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 is important because she's young and they've been pumping this yes. nonsense. And yes. like when you and you hear that as a youngster, what I mean, I'm gonna die. Right. Like of course she's gonna come out. She's singing. terrified. Wait, wait, someone yeah. who yeah, someone who already has OCD, who already suffers from anxieties, yeah. Yeah, and you're course, constantly telling her right. you're going to die yeah. and you Not can't just do die. About it. In 12 years, you're dead. Yes. Yeah, mass, yeah. Extinction. Yeah. mass extinction. Yeah, 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 the world is going, the, the, right, Which I missed the, the memo that it's our, there's already mass extinction happening. Right. Missed that one. Like, I have a daughter roughly this age. I think she's 16. My, my oldest is 15. Um, and yeah, we talk about politics and policy because mm-hmm. dad's a policy and politics nerd. And there's no, yeah. But there's no harm in but talking about it. we talk about, about that so that I can educate her. Yeah. Not so that she can tell me how to vote. <laughs> right, right, right. And this presents like it's catch-22s all over the place because just like you said, if you enter the policy arena and you spout off something that is nonsense, the policy you're advocating yes. for is going to be criticized. Yes. And you, if, which is why you should be mature enough if you're going to enter the policy arena to, to distinguish between what you're advocating for being criticized and you yeah. being criticized. Yeah. This girl's being used. Yes. And, you know, it, you know, Murphy's Law can always be worse. I mean, they could have taken her down, downtown and let her see the, uh, uh, the, the twerking guy in the <laughs> midtown stopping traffic, which would well, have been... If she's not going to convince more, us, they'll funnel it through that, that right. kind of guy. Maybe, <laughs> that maybe he'll convince us. The one thing that would have been more abusive to this kid was to take her down there for that. As a parent, if you are, if you are doing anything other than loving that child and equipping that child to be an adult, if you're instilling fear, anxiety, um, and, and, and just just bad feelings in your child, you're failing as a parent. Yeah, I mean, it's it's our job to preserve their innocence for as long as humanly possible. And I get that she's 16, but there's, that's no reason to bring her to the adult table. Yeah. before she's ready, especially with the, the developmental uh, disorders that she has. I want to bring up really quickly President Trump's response to Greta's speech. I want to get your thoughts on it. It's oh a little bit controversial. Yeah. Uh, he retweeted the video that we just played, and he said, she seems like a very happy young girl <laughs> looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to see. He can't help it. He's like the yeah. biggest troll that's ever lived. <laughs> oh yeah, so he trolled his way to the presidency. Troll, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yes. the whole point. Yes. But no, that that's like um, I think it was kind of cool for him to do, just because it's he put a shield on himself. Because yes. oh, I was just you know I was just saying that you know, anybody. She t- looks she nice. Is, she looks nice. You know, <laughs> you know, so that's the sort of route that he can go. But I know people are gonna freak out about it because mm-hmm. they're like, all right, he's being snarky with it, and he's towards, in, towards the young towards girl. Towards the young, right? yeah. And so he's you know uh, she shouldn't he shouldn't be doing that because he's he's the president is what they're going to say. Of course, I laughed. I have no shame in that. I'm not gonna be president. <laughs> Nobody's gonna vote for me. So uh, I can say that. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty funny. And, you know, he is a troll, and he can't help himself. I mean, they, they they could lock his phone up in a safe. He'll figure out. He'll figure it out. Uh, the code on it, and he's gonna tweet. Like he can't help himself. He really cannot help himself. He had to get in um, on the action. I hate that. I this is the problem. I hate that I thought it was hilarious. I know. I hate myself for that because I... In, in Don't my- blame yourself. <laughs> I blame the left for, for pushing us to the point where they're, they're exploiting children left and right. They're lying to our faces. They're, they're talking about us like we're degenerates. Mm. That's why whenever he pushes back, I'm like, you know what? Fine. That's funny. Yeah. All right? You, finally, you, get, you guys get a taste of your own medicine. Yeah, because in my heart, I know I the president probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, he shouldn't. But, to a, not, yeah. not because the way that he said it was, tar- like, not targeting, but specifying her. Yeah. Right? Like, he was talking about 
her, and he probably should that, have that's said something danger. about the parents or yeah. what she and, was saying. And that's saying. what I say. If anything, it would have been better. It would have been yeah. going after them. And I think people that are criticizing her should prioritize the parents because yeah. they're the ones that that created this. So. But like you said, I mean, you enter that arena. That's just what you risk. This is the reality of the situation. And, and, unfortunately, and her parents knew that. And yeah, they put her yeah exactly. And they, and and they put the her in harm's way. And that's why they should be. We should be taking them to town. Yeah. And that's also the difference between her and the Covington kid. Yep. The Covington kid would just. He didn't ask there, for this. And yeah. Guy came up to him. And people had cell phones going. Mm-hmm. This family put this yeah, girl in this spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my reaction was the same as yours. Like I. I kind of did the, like the De Niro, like, it's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yesterday's poll, did you tune in to the Emmys last night? 99% of you are really smart, and you said, no, I didn't bother watching I d- that I didn't garbage. even know it happened. I no. didn't know it was on until after the fact either. Yeah. 1% of you, obviously, if you can do math, said yes. Uh, yesterday's poll, I'm sorry, today's poll, is it responsible to use children to further partisan political goals? If any of you say yes, you're dead to me. AOC, no AOC, do not vote. You're gonna skew the. You're gonna skew the poll if you vote. So don't vote. Yeah, don't. Vo- I mean, AOC. I know that you're a frequent, uh, avid watcher of this program. I know we're your big fans of us, but I'm just gonna ask you this one time to sit the poll out. I think you know what our answer is here at the roundtable. We all don't think it's responsible at all. I personally, Jason, I know you didn't go this far. I think it's child abuse. Uh, Eric, you're not. No, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's irresponsible, and you can argue that it is child abuse, definitely, because they groomed groomed her to be this. It's, yeah. it's, that's foolish. It's parents it putting themselves above their kids because yeah. it's what they want, yes. and it's not it's what's funneling, best for them. And that is them. the the baseline responsibility as a parent is to put them first, and and that's why it pisses me off so bad. Yeah, yeah it's the parent living vicariously through the yep. kid. Yep. Yeah. This, exactly. this age child has grown up in the most celebrity obsessed culture. In history. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't you know, matter what you're famous for, just be famous for something. And her parents are, are in that industry. Yep. So I think she has an IMDb. Which is why I support AOC's really? initiative to not have children for climate change. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Let us know what, uh, what your opinion is on this poll. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Gene Poole, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.